Golfers, welcome back to the podcast. Tim Connor here, golf coach. That's really all I do. I teach golf. I talk about it and uh, get to spend a lot of time with people helping them through their learning curve. This podcast is all about helping you with your learning curve, giving you more tools, resources, best practices to help you get to where you want to be. I'm not here to tell you where you want to be. I'm just here to help facilitate that journey and get you some good knowledge, some good information, and be 100% real. That's kind of like a founding principle of this podcast, is I always want to be real, I always want to be transparent, and kind of the beauty of modern media is that we get to do stuff like this where we can just kick it, talk, and we don't have anyone telling us what to do, you know, except my boss, but uh, he's all right. So anyway, let's have a great podcast, let's talk about golf, and uh, learn some stuff. I want to talk about weight shift. I want to talk about properly having a weight shift. I want to help you with what a weight shift should be like differentiating a wedge from a driver because it is different. And if you thought it was the same, well, you've been misled. It is different. It just changes depending on the tool you're trying to use. Quick, last week I told you I had an open spot in my online academy. I do keep a small group of people that I will work with remotely. And that really is for me to, one, it's, it's to learn stuff. I want to have, I want to create an effective online product one day. I want to be able to reach more of you, reach more golfers and help more people with their golf swing. So that's kind of like training grounds for me. And it's cool to work with people from all over the world, so I appreciate that. But that spot has been filled. If you want to ever work with me in the future personally, just send me an email and put in the email, put waitlist, and uh, I will reach out if another spot opens up. Anyway, let's hop into today's podcast, Shifting Our Weight. There's a difference between your driver and your wedge. There's also a good, a right and a wrong way to do it. It's trendy recently for people to talk about using the ground. Uh, we've heard this term more recently, ground force reaction, ground ground forces, ground plates, force plates. We have all this new modern data to, to tell a deeper story about how great players use their legs. I love it. I love all the tech and the data to support what's actually going on. I don't think we should ever hide from from good science and good stuff, but also be able to question it always. That's at the root of science is being able to question it and questioning it leads to proving it or disproving it. So ground force, weight shift, it's all good stuff, kind of hip jargon, but let's talk about a weight shift. A weight shift in golf, generically speaking, is as we turn back with the way our centers of masses are moving, our weight should gently slide to the inside of our trail foot. I say gently because most people will overdo that. And one cue, one thing you can look for on video is if you ever see the right ankle rolling or the trail ankle. For a right-handed player, that's their right ankle. If you ever see that ankle rolling and that foot coming off the ground, they're shifting their weight improperly. And that could be a product of where their center masses are, how they're using their upper body and their lower. But at the end of the day, we want our weight inside of our rear foot gently. And from that point, when we get to the top of our golf swing, or as we near the top of our golf swing, our weight should rapidly start to move towards our lead foot. This is change of direction. Change of direction is really important because it sets our momentum working towards the target. And that creates power and energy and is really important. And if you think about any sport through the history of time, when we're creating power and energy and we're trying to express that towards a the target, there's a weight shift and that momentum 
is a big deal when it comes to generating speed. So for many of you that lack power and lack speed, a lot of that can be accomplished by using your legs and hip more effectively to create a more dynamic weight shift. So we started with our weight relatively balanced. We'll get into the nuance of that, but say for our purpose, we're starting with our weight relatively 50-50, then we're swinging to the top with a gentle weight shift, getting just a smidge more of our weight into the inside of our rear foot. And as we near the top of our golf swing, we're gonna rapidly work really hard and get our weight moving to our front foot. And then from that point, a lot of what's happening from there is that weight is staying towards the front foot. It's moving a little bit from the toe to the heel as our body turns. And then when we finish, we're gonna have a little bit of weight on the rear foot, we're gonna have most of our weight on our front foot and we wanna be 100% balanced. So the key here, and the main thing that I see that many people struggle with is as they swing back, they overdo their weight onto their rear foot and they're not getting their weight to their rear foot in the right fashion, meaning it's going to the outside of the foot, not the inside of the foot. If you want an easy way to practice this, Put a little wedge under your trail foot on the outside of it and practice turning and keeping the weight on the inside of that foot as your body turns. And from that point, we wanna be able to use that foot push onto the inside and really drive that lateral motion towards the target. That little wedge is a great way to practice that. And to top into some nuance of that, the knees should then work towards the target. The hips should move laterally a couple inches as that downswing starts. And this is kind of an old myth where people talk about turning versus sliding, where both things are happening. Your sliding some could be two to four inches, would be, depending on the shot style, two to four inches, let's call that ideal. Then you're turning. So you're sliding and turning. It's not one without the other. They're not one independently happening. They're happening together. But that initial slide of the hips is like an early thing that sets the weight moving the right direction and the momentum. So as we swing to the top of that golf swing and we initiate that weight shift and that drive to push into our lead foot, we want some of that lateral shift happening immediately to set that weight and momentum working that direction. Now that's a big deal. Having a great weight shift is a big deal. Using our legs is important. But let's talk about the nuance between like a sand wedge and a driver because that's kind of what I really wanted to talk about today because there is a difference. So when you're hitting a wedge, when you're hitting the most lofted clubs, we're gonna hit those with the most shaft lean. And to help us get there, we're going to have more weight loaded onto the lead foot. So for starters, we can start with more weight on our lead foot. Let's say we're gonna start more like 60-40 now. And then when we swing, we can keep a little more weight on that lead foot. We can, dare I say, stack a little more weight on that lead foot. I say that jokingly, but hitting our wedges, we can be very front foot oriented because we're trying to lean into that and we're not trying to create the most possible power. We're trying to create precision. We're trying to create a down hit. We're trying to maintain control of that club face. And we're trying to hit the ground in front of the ball. So when we're hitting something like a sand wedge, we can start with our weight forward. We can lean more into that front foot and we can be more front foot oriented. And that helps us create more shaft lean. Now, if we wanted to even do more of that, we could because maybe we want to hit the ball lower. Maybe we want to hit more down on the ball. That would be fine with a more lofted club. As we get to the other side of the bag, now things change. Now we have a driver in our hand and speed is becoming more and more important because the role of a driver is to hit it a long way to be able to find it and to get you close to the hole. So when we shift our weight with a driver, we can actually start with a little more weight onto our rear foot. Let's call it 45 
on the front foot, 55 on the rear foot, and we can shift more into our rear leg at the top of the backswing. Let's call it, instead of having a smidge, we're like a smidge plus two. I don't want to get into exact uh, percentages here because there's feel and real. And what I want you to learn more from is from your ball flight, not necessarily what you're feeling is like the percentage that's swinging the right way. And the role here is a couple things. One, we want to weight shift to create that momentum, to create speed and power. Two, we want to get into our rear side because we want to stay more back on the ball and we want to hit up on it. So as we start our downswing, now our weight shift is going to be similar but different. We're going to press into that lead foot, but it's not going to be the same commitment it was going to be with a seven iron or a sand wedge. We're actually going to stay back on the ball a little more and we're going to lean back behind it. And that's going to happen more with our upper body. Our lower body is still performing really similarly, but our upper body is leaning more behind the ball to facilitate an upward swing arc on the golf ball. Ideally, we're going to hit up on the golf ball a couple degrees, depending on your swing speed. The more swing speed you have, the less you need to hit up on it. The less swing speed you have, the more you need to hit up on it. If you're only hitting your driver like 220, you want to hit up on it like 5 to 10 degrees. If you're hitting your driver or capable of hitting your driver like 300 to 350, we're going to hit up on it less than 5 degrees. And so much of that depends on your swing speed. And if you're trying to perform in long drive or play for golf, it depends. Long drivers, they really swing up on the ball. Professional golfers, they swing up on it less because their game is more about control. You guys, this is all about having tools in your tool belt. It's about understanding the golf swing so you can have a more comprehensive approach to your practice. It's about, it's not saying things are black and white or that there's only one roadmap to success. There are a lot of ways to be successful with this game. And the more tools you have in your belt, the more likely you are to succeed. I also don't want you guessing about what's the right way to swing or the right thing to do. You should have good knowledge, understand your path to improvement. I think that's very, very important. Anyway, you guys, I'm calling you out. I'm going to say this last couple of weeks, you haven't done a very good job sending me ideas. So send me your ideas. Let me know what you don't know. That is one way I think of ideas for this podcast. It's through you. I want you to be a part of this because um, I can't grow this thing alone. I can't reach more golfers by myself. I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate you for being exactly who you are. I will catch you back here, same time, same place, next week. And on a closing note, swing hard and uh, hope for the best. Swing hard. Have fun. <laughs>